Hey, hey, seeker, welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. Today's episode is on fire. You're going to learn so much about your intuition. This is one of my favorite topics to teach on and talk about because when we uncover our intuition, we step into our purpose and we can manifest so much easier and create the life that we're here for. So I'm so excited you're here for this episode. And I wanted to let you know that this episode is part of the launch of Awakened Intuition, which is my signature intuitive development program that I've run now for, I believe it's been four years and it is incredible. I cannot tell you enough. There's a reason I keep on doing it year after year because the transformations are incredible. It's so much fun to teach. I love taking you through it. You even get to practice your intuition and it's just a really fun time. The course is a little bit shorter in duration than some of my other courses. So it's easily accessible, even if you're busy and financially, it's just a more easily accessible program than some of the other longer ones. And it packs a punch. It will change your life, your intuition. It's an incredible group of seekers joining. So I wanted to let you know about that. The link of course is in the show notes. That's awakened intuition. And if you do click the link in the show notes and get on the Awakened Intuition waitlist, when the program opens, you're going to get $75 off the registration in the early bird phase, which is the lowest, lowest price you could possibly get. <laughs> and you're also going to get a Meet Your Spirit Guide meditation, which is a beautiful channeled journey that I've created for you to be able to meet your guides. So get on the Awakened Intuition waitlist and I'll see you there. And then I also have a live free event going on in October, and that's called Intuition Uncovered. So that's a live free event that is before Awakened Intuition starts. The link below is also there. And if you officially sign up for the free event, you will get workbooks that you can take this further on your own time with journal prompts and you know all of the resources you need to back up the free event. Plus, I'm going to be giving you a free meditation, and I always pass on secret goodies, including, you know, potentially deals to upcoming programs, free activations. There's lots that come when you officially sign up for these free events. So make sure to check the show notes right now for Intuition Uncovered, the live event, and then Awakened Intuition, the program that you're going to want to be a part of to change the way that you interact with life, your manifestations, and really have your intuition and your gifts open up on a brand new level. So that's what I'm excited about right now. Without further ado, let's jump into today's episode, which is the five keys for developing your intuition. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition and play in the quantum. We are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia Joy, and as always, I am over the moon to be recording this for you today. If you are new to the show, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad that the stars have aligned and whatever happened, happened for you to find this show. P.S. What happened for you to find this show? Even for you that have been around the block for a while, how did you find my content? I'm always so curious because it's part me, like what I put out there and the platforms I use, and part you, right? You've been attracting this information into your life, so it was finding you one way or another, whether it's the show or just information and inspiration about healing and the law of attraction and how to create the life that you want. That is no mistake that that's being attracted to you, and I love to bring that to your attention over and over, congratulating and acknowledging you for doing what you've had to do in life to line up with this show. Because let's be honest, when I was at my most struggly time, 
I would not have probably listened to something like this. Um, I would read Law of Attraction books and I was studying Wayne Dyer, but I'm going to be really, really honest and a layer of honesty that I don't know if I've ever shared this. When I was at my rock bottom and I was listening to this stuff, I was still trying to find the way that I could like either overnight lose weight or overnight heal myself. I was looking for the, I want what I want, and I'm going to use the law of attraction to get me there. So that's not a bad place. And there's an element of that that is completely true where I want what I want and I use the law of attraction to get me there. But at the time I was using it to fix myself. I was using it as maybe a way that I could lose a ton of weight or become somebody different, make a ton of money overnight. That's what I was, you know, reading this stuff for. So a podcast like this, that's more about, you know, yes, you can manifest very quickly, but we're showing you the deep way to get there. The energetic way where you start deciding something different for your life. And yes, there's rapid shifts and yes, the universe is incredible and magical and amazing. And it all shifts so quickly, but The work we're doing here on this show and everything that I bring you is about the deep healing because you're a seeker and you're an old soul and you're a sensitive empath. You're someone who has been through a lot and you're ready to heal from the inside out, from the believing you are worthy out, from the inner energy mastery right? That is how you are going to heal and yes, attract all the money and yes, attract the, um, you know, the people into your life and the opportunities and the travel and the excitement. Yes, you are going to get all that stuff and yes, it's going to be fast, but it's from a whole healing place, not a fix me place. So the best example I can use that I'm going to move on because this is becoming the longest rant about this ever. Um, the example I'm going to use is either you go on a diet to, you know, fix me. I got to lose 20 pounds because I have a wedding in two weeks or I go on a diet or adopt a healthy eating style for long-term shifts and health and thriving. So yes, when I adopt that, you know, to me it's earth food and it's just real food leaning into the earth. When I eat that, I could lose weight quickly because it's a shift and it'll also carry me the distance versus we're going to cut out all carbs and all sugar and all this and all that. You may lose weight really quick, but there's no way you can maintain it and it's not going to have you be happy and love yourself. So it's the exact same thing. We can use manifestation to try to, you know, manifest this person to quit their job or to try to manifest that one, you know, promotion or $10,000 or whatever it is that one time. And you guys that have been around the block with me on this show know I talk about this. There's an episode called micro manifesting. It's not too far back. Um, and that's all about this, how we can try to spot manifest or we can elevate our life, our vibration, expand our mind, be open, be led, which is what we're going to talk about today and allow the life that we're meant for to magically come forward. And those are two different ways to try to create what it is you're looking for, which is happiness and freedom and balance and energy and good vibes, right? Filled with miracles and good people and good food and really just living that beautiful life that you get to create what you want. You get to have the vehicle you want. You get to have massages or someone to help you clean your home. You get to spend more time with your kids or with your friends. That's the life you want and you want the freedom to get there. So That's what this is about here on the show, Um, creating the life that you're meant for, the entire thing, including the fancy, awesome things that you want to roll into your life. Um, So my name is Talia, as I mentioned, and I'm a Canadian. I live on the West Coast of Canada on Vancouver Island. I love it. We just moved to a little beach town and it is really that. I can hear seals from my house most of the time. Driving my kids to school is like driving along this little beach road and then you turn down this street and there's like farm stands and I'm like, there's not a school down here. Sure enough, drive far enough and at the end of the road in sort of surrounded by forest, it's not creepy, super cool. 
a couple blocks from the beach is this beautiful elementary school for my daughter to go to. And it's just so exciting. I absolutely love where I live. I love Canada. I love the West Coast. Um, I'm an island girl. I love hiking, being outside. I love that, you know, people like to focus on the fact it rains a lot, kind of like in Seattle for you Americans. There's that association, the Pacific Northwest is a lot of rain, but what that creates is a rainforest. And this island is technically a rainforest and it's so beautiful. And we have, you know, 300 year old cedar trees and animals and, you know, beach and mountains and rivers. And it's just my absolute dream place to be. I love it. I'm so grateful to have manifested my dream home in the last few months. Of course, it was years in the making as, as everything is, but, um, I just feel so blessed to live here. I have three children. My oldest is 11 and my middle kid, by the time this is released for sure, will be eight because she's turning eight very shortly. And my little guy is two. He just turned two in the summer. And that's my family. I married my soulmate, uh, Phil, and we are madly in love raising these three wild beings on this West Coast island, trying to be barefoot as much as possible and live the natural, healthy lifestyle where we're taking control of our life in the way of we both have our own businesses. We're really committed to growing and evolving and surpassing our limits and healing our stuff and really living this accelerated, healthy life. And I'm so excited to be doing it with my soulmate, with my family and with you guys. So that brings me to here. This is my business, Talia Joy. I'm an intuitive manifestation mentor and I teach manifestation in a nutshell, teach you how to create that life we were talking about. And I don't just do it just through law of attraction. There's actually three pillars that I teach under and you'll notice all my episodes can be in one pillar or the other of the three. <laughs> Wait, they will all fit into one of the pillars. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, so the first pillar is the law of attraction and understanding manifestation, the A to Z, the you know beginning to end, the nuts and bolts of how to manifest. The second pillar is intuitive development, which is what we're talking about today. And yes, within like a minute, we'll be talking about it. Um, so intuitive development, which is so important for all the things we're going to talk about today. I'm not even going to go into it because that's what the episode is about. And then the third pillar is soul's purpose. And this is where we sink into first and foremost alignment with the highest being inside our highest selves, what our guides and angels in the universe is pulling us towards, not perfection, just progress of tuning more and more into who you truly are and allowing that to uncover your soul's purpose and your natural gifts and talents and the way you want to show up in the world. And I love to help people who want to create businesses from their purpose to, you know, sell their art or be a coach or a mentor or a healer or an astrology reader or whatever it is that makes you inside just glow and you love to help people with that. I love to help make that a business. But even if you don't make it a business, your soul's purpose is your essence. It's the way you show up and how you impact the people around you. So when we combine those three pillars, manifestation, intuitive development, and soul's purpose, we really do become whole for lack of better words, although that's a buzzword. And I think life is balance. I don't think we ever get there and go, Oh wow. September 14th, I turned whole, <laughs> you know, it's a journey, but really that's where that comes into play where we're not all out of balance. And we start to live this harmonious life that we really do get to feel good basically all the time and shit comes up and I get thrown off all the time. But the biggest difference is that I know the truth now. And I know that when I get thrown out, I know that I either need to just feel my emotions and lick my wounds and shut down for a day and process, or I know how to flip it into something more empowering, or I know when it's pointing to deeper healing. Either way, even when I'm thrown off, I'm still moving forward. And that to me is the golden place where we're able to move through things quicker. They don't stick with us um, as long. And we use these things we experience as tools in our healing. Because yes, even if I get triggered, you know, in my business or feeling like something's not working or as a parent, I can almost link it back to something else in myself that needs healing. And it can be to do with, you know, relationships with family members or worthiness or whatever. So everything that happens can be turned around into a tool and into a blessing. And that's, you know, where I shine is with my clients and in my programs, I really teach you these things and also show you how life is calling you to expand. 
through the things that are working and through the things that are not working. So it's a beautiful thing. I go into all sorts of stuff. If you are new to the show, make sure to check out other episodes. Episode one is all about my story. And between that and now, there is just so much that can transform your life. I really recommend that you go back and just start picking titles that stick out to you. That is your intuitive guidance leading you to what will benefit you. What do you need to hear today? Almost like use the show as like cards. You know, you just need a hit or you don't know what to listen to. Scroll through and stop where it catches your eye and dive in. And I can't wait to support you in all ways. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode, which is the five keys to develop your intuition. And before we get to the five keys, we have a little bit of foreplay. We can't just jump into the action. We need the foreplay, warm us up a little bit. So first I want to just say basically, and go into why we want to develop our intuition, like why even bother slash the power of our intuition slash why you've been called to develop your intuition. So first and foremost, your intuition is a guiding system that is placed within you from the source, from the universe, as a way to communicate their intentions and your highest good to you. So I like to talk about this. And if you join me in, there's a free event coming up, Purpose Uncovered. I also have a course, Awakened Intuition, that's launching soon. If you join those, you will hear about this so much more in so much more depth. But basically, I like to teach that, you know, just like we all have different languages here on earth and, you know, someone speaks Spanish, someone speaks Mandarin, someone speaks Italian, English, there's there's ways in which we communicate with each other. And when we speak the same language, we are able to communicate on a different level. So if you went to a country where, you know, you just landed, you didn't speak a word of the language, there's ways where you could still probably surprise yourself how much you could get around with hand gestures and (laughs) speaking really loudly at people, hoping that maybe they'll understand if we speak louder. Do you ever do that? Anyway, um, There's ways in which you could get around, but if you spoke the language, you could be like, hey, dude, where's Fifth Street? Or I'm getting kind of hungry. Do you know a good Greek place? (laughs) You know, it's so much easier to specifically communicate when you know the language. And so your intuition is the language of which the language used between you and source. So it's like you and source have this secret language. Do you ever remember if you were a best friend and you made up your own language or for any of you that grew up in the eighties or nineties or seventies or whatever, I don't know when exactly it was. I grew up in the eighties. Um, pig Latin. (laughs) I just remember that so well. And we'd make up these secret languages. So Think of it like that, except it's your language with source. It's the way that the universe as a collective and often your guides, your angels, your ancestors, it's kind of like a collective funnel that funnels information into you for you to get the nudge, get the hit, right? Maybe they're recommending a book over and over, or you're trying to make a decision Like, is this job good for me? Or what movie should I watch tonight? Or what career is, you know, the career that's calling me? You're trying to make these decisions. You're trying to go left or right. You're trying to navigate. The collective source is funneling their guidance through you as intuition. So this is the first thing is intuition is so much more than people think it is. And that most people think it is. I have a feeling you probably know more about intuition than the average person. You are a little bit more, um, interested in it and therefore obviously intuitive and have your own gifts. So maybe just referring to the regular world, (laughs) people don't recognize it as something serious. Like basically, if I said to you, what if God, universe, spirit, source, your ancestors could directly communicate with you and tell you yes or no, or show you what's next, give you reassurance, give you guidance and messages, would you want to do that? And if it was the collective understanding that that was totally normal and totally cool, it'd be like, well, yeah, guidance from 
a bigger perspective from a bigger realm, right? From a more complete and accurate, you know, view of what's actually happening, not the narrowed view of the human. So of course you would, but we were not encouraged about this, you know, growing up unless you had woo parents like me, but a lot of people weren't encouraged to listen to their intuition. However, we do know of a mother's intuition, right? And there's other times where, where we say, I just have a gut feeling deep down. I feel this, right? So in this intro of explaining why we should dive into our intuition, it's because our intuition is the roadmap to all we can become. And I'm just going to share with you the way that like this life works <laughs> from my perspective, based on the intuitive guidance I've received through spirit guides, also being mentored, reading and studying this stuff my whole life, being intuitive, but also directly communicating and kind of getting a, a feel of how it works. So this is how it occurs to me. See if it feels right or feels neat to you. We are a human and part of this human journey, yes, we have a spirit. Yes, we have our soul, which is sort of the spirit part of us, right? We are a human that has complete free will and what we decide and what we focus on in this lifetime becomes what this lifetime becomes. So I don't believe that there's a such thing as destiny or predestined like everything is mapped out. Like I was meant to go to that gas station today and I was meant to do this and that. I don't think it's down to the microsecond, but I do believe that we have a fullest expression of who we are. Ooh, I'm getting goosebumps. They're like, yep, you're bang, bang on. Um, also keeping in mind that we can only describe so much being human and get so much. So I'm just describing it basically as much as our little human brains can get <laughs> because I can't even understand it fully because it's so much bigger than what we can imagine. But anyway, we are a human. We have free will. There is also the fullest expression of what this lifetime could be. Kind of, we sign up for this as this big vision. And then it's kind of up to us as a human, if we kind of fulfill this destiny. And I want you also right now to try to remember and try to embody that there's no judgment on the other side. There's actually no should, like you should become a millionaire in this lifetime. You should write the book because whatever's meant to flow through you in the big picture will eventually, meaning over whatever lifetimes, however much you need. But, and when we wake up to our power, like you are doing, we are able to tune in to what would be our highest expression, what would be our highest good, how we can kind of move the biggest mountains in this lifetime. But we don't have to. We don't have to fulfill on this. And that's why there's a lot of people that are not interested in intuition. That's not what they're about. It's not their bag right now. In their soul journey, they're generally a newer soul. They're just not interested. The way that a kid is not interested in taxes or a kid is not interested in making up their will right? It's just different wavelengths. It's not what they're about in their life. In fact, it's like not even really comprehensible to, um, you know, contemplate retirement when you're four, it's just, you're on a different wavelength. So some, not everybody's meant to go down this path, but the fact that you are, and the fact that you are here means that you've lived enough lifetimes. I really want you to like lean into this. You've lived enough lifetimes that you're ready to get on with it. You're ready to do some of the deepest healing you've ever done in any of all of your lifetimes and start to fulfill on that larger destiny. So this is probably one of those lifetimes or you're in this patch that you could have gone either way. I know for myself, sometimes I feel like I was scary close to being an addict, to losing myself to an eating disorder, to getting lost in depression and comparison and feeling deep hate and shame for myself. I feel like sometimes I don't even know how I got out of it. I don't know how I got out of drugs like and alcohol. I have no idea how I got so far in the positive direction that now there's no possibility of going back to that life. I don't know, but I pinch myself myself every day. And in fact, of course, if you go back and listen to episode one, I do talk about how I got there, but some part of me goes like, wow, how did that even happen? But I made choices along the way. I got to rock bottoms and I knew I was made for more. And I leaned into my intuition. Truly, that was the thing that saved me. And because I took that sort of hard left in my life, 
I say left because I'm left-handed. Who else is left-handed? Whoop, whoop. Um, Because I took that dramatic turn, my life panned out very differently than the way in which I was going. So we have a fullest expression that is available to us, but it's also up to us if we want to do it now or the next life or the next life. And there's no judgment. If you died tomorrow in some way, and I pray, you know, for you that you don't, but if you died tomorrow and you didn't fulfill everything you came to, there's no, you don't even look at it like that. You just leave and go, whoa, that was a doozy. And wow, I really did this. And okay, okay, let's do it again. Let's, what's the next ride? Okay. This time I'm going to really work on completing this and I'm going to connect with these people again in this soul family. And I'm going to live this expression. So it's, it, you, you're, you can't get it wrong. You can't mess it up. And if you want to tap into the fullest expression of who you are in this lifetime, you 100% absolutely need your intuition. I will stand for and truly believe that every single successful person, whether it's inner success or outer success, or just they're super healthy and thriving and happy and joyful, whatever success is, but like the people that are on the plus side of life, I believe that every single one used their intuition as a superpower, even if they didn't know what intuition was. You hear people Successful people talk about a drive, talk about getting up at 3 a.m. to write the book, or Tony Robbins just like pushing his limits in the face of not having the greatest upbringing. You hear about a pull for more, something wouldn't let me stop, something as a kid had me obsessed with inventions or something. It's, It's that something. We call it intuition. I call it intuition. I call it your inner guide. But there's something pulling us, giving us a roadmap to how we can heal, how we can get out of this, how we can make more money and be free. And that is why you need to learn and tune into your intuition, especially you. You've made it to this podcast where 20 and change minutes in, you're here. This journey is for you. And I'm so glad that you're here. And I've been teaching intuitive development for about six years now, using it my whole life. It was the key in my healing. It was. If there was one thing that saved my soul, literally saved my soul, and had me able to step into a higher expression that ended up being successful and ended up impacting people and ended up living a life of joy and bliss and abundance in all ways... It was my intuition. It turned me around from my rock bottom, which is in that first episode, as I mentioned, if this is sparking you, go back at some point. Okay. So that's why you need to listen to your intuition. It opens up possibility. It is the portal. It is the GPS of this life. I talk about the GPS analogy in depth in my teachings and intuition is literally your GPS. So you have your sights set on something. It might be a book, it might be finding your soulmate, but it might also be, like I mentioned right at the beginning, that life of wholeness, of energy, of happiness, where you're not raging or you're not depressed or you're not anxious, where your health is getting better and better all the time, where you feel happier and more forgiving and you look in the mirror and you say, I love you. You're doing such a good job. And you feel that overflow in your heart. And things pop into your experience and you have community and you get help and you keep accelerating in this life. That life is set in your GPS because you've desired it, because you've gone around in life going, Ooh, I want that. Ooh, I want what she has. I want that. Or you dream in your mind of your ideal home or body or soulmate or having children or traveling or whatever you see in your mind's eye, you've placed those desires. So you have already set the end destination. I put quotes here, but you know, end destination, which just is your goal, really. It's not end destination like death. (laughs) It's, It's your goal. You've set that. Now, if you allow yourself to be led by your intuition, which is one of the keys, you will be able to wormhole your way there, which is the portal, the not the long, hard work forever and ever and ever and ever, because you're doing the inner work. The inner work is the work. (laughs) You're already doing that. So it's not going to be a whole lot more work to manifest what it is you want. It's just tuning in to your inner guide. That is the universe as a collective steering you and guiding you through this life. So let's dive into the five keys to develop your intuition. Key number one is Know your vehicle. 
This means get to know your intuition. Get to know the look and feel of it. Get to know what intuition feels like as it moves through you. So this is something I teach in Awakened Intuition, the program I offer for intuitive development. There are five different types of intuition. There are five different common types I teach of the five types. And this is essential. This is intuition 101 because you have to know, like I said before, the language. You have to know the way intuition interacts with you. And this is one place that people get really thrown off because they might hear me say, you know, I heard this from my guides or someone will say, I see in my mind's eye or someone's like, I have a gut feeling and people are going like, well, which one's which and what is that? And what's your head and what's your intuition, right? How do I know to trust it? How do I know what it is? These are the things I hear all the time is how do I know what intuition actually is? How do I know if it's just my mind making it up? How do I know if I can rely on it? What do I do with it, right? And this is exactly what I'm answering in uh, Intuition Uncovered, which is the free event that I know by now I'm sure you've heard about. So how do I rely on it? How do I get a sense of it? Well, first and foremost, understanding the language at which it moves through you. So I'm not going to go into the five types right now. Take an awakened intuition and we'll nail your type. I will you know, help you understand it and how to use it and how to develop it, all that good stuff. But what you can do now is this is one of my favorite exercises that I do teach the students is think of a time where you knew intuition was speaking to you or moving through you. You know, you had an intuitive hit. Think of that time where maybe it was that you met someone and you had like a gut feeling that they were not good news, or maybe you had a gut feeling that they were going to be your soulmate and you were going to marry them. Or maybe you, um, you know, bought a concert ticket and knew for some reason it wasn't going to pan out. And then the concert ended up being canceled. Or, uh, maybe one time you were trying to decide between taking two jobs and you so clearly saw a sign. Maybe you were saying, is this the right job for me? And you saw three, three, threes everywhere or something. How did you know it was an intuitive moment? If I was to say, or even if you're like, I don't know, Talia, that's why I'm listening. Maybe I would say, what is a time when you think you had an intuitive nudge? What happened? And I get people to tell me about it, right? Right in their language of how they tell me about it, I can nail their type. But that is where you start to be like, okay, examine that. What happened? What was I contemplating? What happened in the moment that I had the nudge? Was it a gut feeling? Was it something like I said, you saw a sign and inside you're like, I know it's right. That's, I know from the sign, right? Or, or how did you know? Are you someone that hears clairaudient, which is a type of intuition? Are you somebody who hears guidance? I do. That's basically my most dominant type. Although I do use most of the types in my everyday life, but I will hear guidance when I'm in a session with you, an intuitive, you know, spirit guide session. I'll hear it. That's what I hear. And I pass on. So there's lots of different ways in which, well, five ways in which intuition interacts with us. So the best thing you can do and what I would get you to do if you want to take this full throttle is write down the experience, just write on a piece of paper. It could be a few lines. It could be a whole page of just the situation that happened. And then ask yourself when are other times this type of situation has happened where I saw signs or I had the gut feeling or I heard something, right? When are other times? And then watch for that as you go forward become tuned to it. So this is number one, which is know your vehicle, start to get to know what intuition feels like to you. And then the, almost the energy of like duplicate it, like notice it. And then when it happens again, go, this is intuition right here. This feels like it was last time. Right. And what could I do to maybe like tune in a little more because now you know what to look for. Now you know what to look for, a gut a gut feeling, or maybe you were laying in Shavasana and you heard a nudge or you saw a vision in your mind's eye that gave you guidance. Maybe you felt it. You felt it in your body. You just knew. You just felt it. These are all different ways that intuition interacts with us. And typically we have a dominant type. And then other types that either support us or some people, even the most gifted psychics, mediums, often have one type that they just hone and develop and practice. So you don't even have to have many types. It doesn't even make it better. It's all about practicing and knowing your vehicle, which is key number one. Key number two is be led. 
Oh, you guys, this is basically the work of awakened intuition because this spawns like what prevents us from being led in the first place, right? Which is all of our stuff. But being led, when you start to think of your intuition as leading you, when you start to just try on the energy of letting life lead you instead of you having to stress and manage and create, right? Yes, we are the physical human. So there's days where I have like client, 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 podcast recording, interview client. And I'm like, at the end of the day, that was a lot of doing, but it's all still being led. I've been led here. I was led to create this podcast. It's I should probably tell that story one day of how this podcast came about. It I, one Monday I had no idea or dream or aspiration to have a podcast. The next Monday I was taking a course and buying the like podcast um, equipment and all that stuff. It was so crazy how it landed in my experience. That was a serendipitous event that showed me, yo, <laughs> yo, Talia, you need to do this. So being led by life instead of, cause I was still focused on writing a book, which I am writing the book, but I've also had the nudge that the book wasn't ready yet to come through me. So it's good what I'm doing. And I continue to get inspired. I continue to work on it, but the podcast needed to come through me first. And so in the span of a week, my focus shift because shifted because I was being led by life. So what you can do in this key, and when you're practicing being led is what is life nudging me to do? What is life nudging me to do about this situation, right? And what is my gut or however we determined intuition moves through you, what is that telling me? What does that feel like? So if you get offered two different jobs and one is maybe bigger pay, but it's not for a company that really aligns with you, and one is less pay, but it feels really good in your heart, If you take a minute, and especially as you practice intuition, so those of you that do, take a minute to put your hand on your heart and feel into these two scenarios. So here's a a, a hack that I love to do is I'll sit in a quiet moment, I'll set it up, I will, you know, burn Palo Santo or incense or essential oils, or I'll get my crystals or be around my plants, or maybe nothing. I just get really quiet and still. I might lay down, get a journal, whatever, whatever feels right for that time. And I take a few deep breaths and I always put my hand on my heart and I pray, I ask guides, angels, universe, please help me to know which job is right for me right now, which job will lead to the highest good of all. I always say that, please help me. And then I'll feel into if I took this job and I'll just kind of feel into what that would be like and allow my mind's eye, like, what does it feel like in my body? Is it tight and restrictive? Do I see visions in my mind of like excitement and expansion and happiness? Or is it kind of dark and kind of weird and kind of not right? And then I go to the other job and I picture myself phoning and accepting the job and starting on Monday. How does that feel? Is my heart lit up? Is my mind expanded or does it feel a little dark? Does it feel tight? Does it feel icky? And that is a great way to start to create and pull forward intuitive guidance, create an open relationship. And for those of you that have have been doing this intuitive thing for a long time, you too. (laughs) The reason I say that and laugh is because sometimes I forget When I'm really like, I use intuitive guidance every day, all the time. I call it autopilot because it's just the way I operate. But there are times when I'm like, what do I do here? Oh, how do I heal this? Or what decision do I make? Or how do I have this difficult conversation? I'm all in my head and I want to almost take out the pros and cons list. And then I go, oh, right. (laughs) I'm not tuning in to the GPS, to the portal that knows my and everybody's highest good. So maybe that job that pays a little less, but lights your heart up is actually what is best for all of us. Because if you go and you lean into what feels right for you and you be led by what feels right, maybe you don't even know, but two months down the road, something else is opening up. That's going to give you even more money than that other job would have given you. But that other job would have compromised your integrity or your morals or what felt good. 
And by having those morals and what felt good compromised, you will naturally cap yourself to your success. When you're out of alignment, when you're out of integrity with where you are being led and who you truly are and what your heart says, you cap your success. So you might take a job that gives you a lot of money, but you're only ever going to either make that amount of money or be that happy. You're not going to be able to pop up into thriving. Whereas if you take the, 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 the avenue that might be a tiny bit less money, it's not a test, but sometimes we think about it and go, Hmm, but I'm trusting, which is another one of the keys that I'll get to. I'm going to trust that I was nudged in the right direction, that what felt right was right. And just that trusting that opening up that going where your heart leads you more money will come now. It will come right away. I can't tell you how many times, like literally there's been so many, I couldn't count. How many times someone has struggled, wanted to take one of my courses or mentorship and they're like, I can't afford it. Okay. I'll move some money around. I'll do some here. I'll do some there. They take the leap and they all of a sudden create an extra thousand dollars or $500 or one of my favorites was years ago. And a beautiful woman wanted to take one-on-one mentorship. And the first, I told her how much it was per month and what the first payment would be. And she went away and wrote me like two days later and was like, Talia, you won't believe this. I remembered all of a sudden she, she prayed to her guides and angels, please help me to afford at least the first payment. And I know that I'll be able to do the rest. Just please give me a sign that this is right. And then as she was going to sleep, she remembered that she had an account that she used to use for like online shopping and she hadn't used it in years. So she checked the account And it was exactly the amount of that first coaching mentorship payment. And she's like, I can't even believe it. But it was because she was ready. When we were on the phone, she's like, I'm in. And then I got to figure out how to pay, but I'm in, right? And I'm not saying that that's what you need to do, blah, blah, blah. It's about when you leap, you are compensated when you go with your heart. So key number two, because I can tell I need to reel myself back in. Key number two is to be led. Why would you not use the roadmap? That's all I'm going to say about that. Number three, key number three. Mm, This is so yummy. I love this one. Hear the story of the source inside you. So there is a story playing inside you and it's the one of source. It is the one of love. It's the highest path. So in any given moment, especially as you develop your intuition, this becomes more and more obvious to you, but I'm just going to say that this is the case now, even if it doesn't feel like it, you always have access to the best outcome, to the best story that is available to you. So I know you're probably going, what do you mean story? What? (laughs) There is a story that is going on within you that source is telling. So when you look in the mirror, this is an example. When you look in the mirror, you can choose the story of, ugh, you're not there yet. Or look at your hips or look how you're not the way you were when you were 18 or something, some crap. P.S. You're fucking beautiful. (laughs) There's that story. Or there's the story of the source inside you, which does radiate out of your eyes going, you are doing a good job. Look at everything you've been through and your body is still here. You and your body are getting on the same page. Life just keeps getting better. You get more grateful and beautiful as every day goes by. Your body is healing. It is capable of healing. It is beautiful. It is strong. It is capable. Your body is absolutely beautiful. You don't need to be anyone else to be whole. That's a story that's going on within you too, that you can choose to tune into. And this is going to be a complete reach for some of you. And other ones are going to be like, oh, goosebumps. And I got you, girl because it does take practice. I used to have an eating disorder. So that example is very true to me and how it's very relatable to me and how I could look at myself way back when I could have weighed way less even and gone, you are disgusting. You are fat. You're never going to do it. Look at you. Ugh. It makes me sad. Just thinking of that version of me. I'm sorry. I love you. We've done the healing. You're with me. You're all good. You're whole. (laughs) had to make amends, clean it up. But there was the version of me that really, truly believed I was disgusting. And I would cry looking in the mirror and I would do drugs not to eat. And I would do anything to distract myself from the pain of not loving myself at all. 
in fact, actively hating myself. That was a story that was playing inside as you are unworthy. You should be this. If you were this many pounds, people would love you. You would be worthy. You would be enough. And I strive for it to the point where I almost killed myself because of it. But the story inside going, you are enough. You always have been. You're healing. You've been through trauma. You're trying to find your place in the world. You are coping. You are just trying to be happy. But you know what? You're already worthy and I love you. And you can have a healthy body through love. You don't have to punish yourself. You can heal and not have to do this extreme behavior. You're already whole. And anything that needs to shift or get better can be done through love. Be compassionate to yourself. Give yourself a break. Enjoy the chocolate sometimes. It's not going to make any difference. You're going to just be healthier because of it. (laughs) So that's another story inside me that was available I just chose to not focus on it. But that's the story that my guides and angels were trying to tell me. I know that was a long story because I could just go on once I start channeling the story. But there's a story inside you saying you're not there yet. And there's a story inside you saying you are more than enough. You are freaking doing it. Of course, your success is inevitable. So this is key number three is hear the story of source, which is telling you of all the good things because they think nothing but amazing thoughts about you. They see what you've been through. They don't blame you. They know you are literally doing your best and an amazing job. They are not looking at your faults. I heard one time, I forget who it was, what book or seminar, I don't even remember, but I remember one time someone asking a medium or a spiritual guide, I think it was a medium, and almost I almost feel like it's Abraham. Anyway, someone asked a question saying like, what happens, what do my guides and angels in the universe think when I do something wrong? If I lie or I stole And what do they think when I do weird things, when I dance around naked or I masturbate in the kitchen or I do odd shit? And the response was, your guides smile and look the other way. They don't judge you at all. They don't judge you at all because judgment doesn't exist over there. Judgment is human. So there's always a story available inside that is saying you are doing a good job. You are moving forward. And the more you tune into that story, you develop your intuition because that is the story of what intuition is telling you. That is what it is saying. That is the nudge that it is giving you is that you are enough and that you are doing a good job and that you can leap and that you are held and you are supported and you will move through this. You are worth it. You can create the reality you want. You can do it. P.S. You're already doing it. That is the story of the source inside you. So which one do you want to tune into? And when you tune into source, you develop your intuition because you start to think like source thinks. You start to hear or sense or feel what source is trying to tell you, which is you're amazing. So that's key number three. Key number four about developing your intuition is you need to practice And this is the thing that I actually see the most people either struggling with or what sort of caps them or has them not be able to develop their intuition further or just feel disconnected is simply that they're not practicing it. And that's like, you know, we're all busy and you got to prioritize your energy practices, your spiritual health, along with 500 other things in a day. So if you're not practicing and you're like, I want to develop more, but I'm not practicing, that's one of the easiest things you can do. Because if you already know about your intuition, even just enough to be like, oh yeah, totally just practice tuning in more, just practice being led more, these things we're talking about. But what I want to say is practice creates progress. And that's really the fourth key is practice creates progress. You have to practice to progress. You have to practice riding a bike to learn how to ride a bike. You have to practice sign language to learn sign language. You just have to. It's not even spiritual or trying to motivate you. It's kind of just the facts, right? We need to practice something to become better. And the most skilled mediums and psychics and people that are using their intuition all the time to amazing levels, it 
wasn't always that way. Even the people you hear, I've had people on the show that's like, when I was a kid, I was talking to spirit guides. I've always been able to do, you know, have psychic abilities and all this stuff. Most of them had them, shut them down, had to open them back up and had to practice it, had to lean back in, either practice boundaries and sort of not being so blown open, or some people had to practice just hearing it or tuning into it and, you know, using it. I had to practice using it in coaching because I used to think that it all had to come from my brain. And in fact, when I started bringing intuition into my mentorship in a bigger way, trusting it, leaning in and actually taking a moment to pause and be like, what do their guides have to say about this? Everything changed because I started practicing it for you in sessions for you, not just my own daily intuition. And that was practice. So practice creates progress. And that's what, that's the only way to actually develop your intuition. You can learn all day. You can read amazing books. You could even take my program, but if you don't practice at all, practice tuning in, practice noticing, it's not going to go very far because you're just not logging the hours. You got to do the miles. You got to put in the time. It doesn't have to be a lot of time, but it's just like meditation. When you meditate regularly, even for 10 minutes, that peace inside, that inner peace you feel in the meditation or just even breath work, which is a meditation, um, it becomes more easily available to you. And when you're stressed out, you're more easily able to go back to that feeling of peace because it's a place you practice. So as you practice your intuition, you get better quickly and you're able to tune in and it's more clear. So that is the fourth key is practice creates progress. So I'm just going to do a little um, recap and then we're going to do the fifth and final key. So five keys to developing your intuition. Number one was know your vehicle, know the way that intuition interacts with you. Know the language that you speak with source. Start to notice it more. Get more subtle. Tune in and witness it more. Witness when you get the nudge. Witness how it feels in your body, in your mind. Is there images in your mind? Do you hear? Do you sense? Get to know your vehicle. Get to know your language. Key number two was be led. Use the roadmap. You don't need to control and strive and hustle to create the house, the universe will lead you and you fill it in with action. So you basically, you are led. So for an example, I was led to teach intuition, but then I did physically create the program. So there was times where I was up late or I was hunched over the computer hustling or, you know, working a lot to create the program, to pour my love and to pour my, um, focus into it but I was led there. So be led by life and then follow through and allow the miracles and the manifestations to happen so much quicker. FYI, I just turned 1111 here. (laughs) Um, So that is key number two is be led, use the roadmap. Key number three is hear the story of the source within you. That is the dialogue that source is trying to tell you. That is the intuition. So take a moment to stop and go, okay, what are my thoughts about this? And your thoughts might be like, you can't do that. And you need to take the job of more money. Or what if you do this? Or what if that doesn't work? What if you write a book and no one reads it? Okay. What does the story of the source inside have to say about this? And especially if you're practicing, you will receive the guidance. You will. You're intuitive. You're a gifted soul. You will receive the guidance. Number four is practice creates progress. You need to practice your intuition. You need to just practice tuning in, practice going, oh, that felt like intuition. Wait, what was that? What did it say? Okay, let's practice. Just have the curiosity energy. Witness it, practice it. Get into a container like the program or with other people in your life that know about intuition and kind of start jamming about it and talking about it and practice it more. Write about it. Write about how intuition feels to you, what intuitive nudges you have today, what is coming up for you lately. Just practice. Be in the energy of moving your intuition forward. So now key number five is trust is everything. You need to trust it. And how we develop trust, you're going to love this, action creates trust. We don't trust so much that we finally act. We actually act and then see what happens and go, oh, that was actually the right thing to do. 
okay, noted. And then another intuitive nudge comes up and it's scary because it's brave and you go, "Ah, how do I know? Okay. I don't know. Ah." And then you practice, right? You're led somewhere. It's kind of scary. You practice, you jump in through action. You trust it. I am heavily being nudged to do this. I know deep down, or I even think I know that I need to take the job that fills my heart up and I'm going to trust that the money is going to follow. When you leap, that's when the universe can deliver on why it was guiding you there in the first place. Maybe you take the job for less money, but you end up making a massive impact in your life and that spawns your own business or that spawns another job. Or maybe your soulmate also works there. Or maybe your new best friend, or maybe that place is going to lead to the next place, or that place is going to give you the content for the book, or they're going to pay for education for you to get certified in Reiki. You don't know what is coming. That's why you need to trust. Trust isn't like you have the proof and you go forward. Trust is I don't have the proof and I'm going to go forward right faith. I mean, trust and faith, that's kind of the same thing in this, in this place. So you need to trust. Trust is everything. And you need to show the universe that you trust by acting. So I like to start small with my students. I like to have them literally in the first week of awakened intuition, we do practice this being led thing. So I get them to practice even with food, like what should we eat for dinner tonight or any decisions that really come up in the house or in your life. And you'll notice as you start to look at life like this, there's lots of decisions which we can do this. And I give you exercises to tune in on the spot and get that guidance right now. And then just act on it. I like to talk about messy action. And that's where we just tune in and we go, I think it's right. I'm just going to go. And I'm going to tell you also something that you may or may not love. Quick decision makers are often more successful because there's something called the law of diminishing intent that contributes to this. And that's when you intend to do something, but as time goes on, you talk yourself out of it. You go, oh, I don't, well, I'm fine. I don't really need the coach or, oh, I'm, I'm not going to take the program. Whereas at first your intuition was like, do it right. Go to Spain. And you go, well, I can't go away because my husband has to take care of the kids and probably not the right time. And we talk ourselves out of it. That's one reason why quick decision-making actually leads to success. And the other one is our intuition as you practice shows itself right there. It's the first instinct. So if you go with it, even when you're like, crap, did I make the right decision? Or how am I going to pay for this? Or, you know, and I don't, I'm not saying that you need to always stretch your means. You know what I'm saying. It's about trusting even when you don't know how. So I like to do something when I launch a program is I'll have a number of students in my mind that I'm calling in for that program because different programs are, you know, some are more intimate, some are bigger. And I'll put that in my mind's eye. And up until the moment the cart closes, even if we're the day before the registration ends and I'm still like three people short, I know and I trust to the very end. And there's been times in the past where maybe I get seven. I then trust that seven was actually what was meant to happen. And I just thought it was eight, but it was actually seven and thank you. And it's perfect. Right. Or I look at where was there a place I could have expanded and, you know, talked about the program more, reached out more if way less people joined than I saw. I'll go, okay, what did I learn from that for the next launch? But either way, I trust that this program is going to have the perfect people join. And I'm pretty sure it's eight, or I'm pretty sure it's 10, or I'm pretty sure it's three, but I'm going to just trust that the right people are going to show up. And that's what was meant to happen. I'm going to give it my all and just have my eye on that vision, even though it doesn't seem possible yet. You have to trust and act in that direction. So it doesn't always have to be, of course, to do with money. It's about everything. It's just, those are some physical examples that show you that sometimes it's like, huh, right? It's kind of seems scary, but you have to just leap in. And this is something I like to get people to do as well with their health. And I'll get them to tune in and see themselves. I'll get them, you know, associating with her, which is the base of this podcast, her, that version of yourself, that's already that level forward or level up. 
So I'll go to the healthiest version of you. And I inquire with this, with my clients, how this person is eating. If, if health is something, or maybe it's chronic pain or it's healing, it's digestive issues, it's wanting to lose weight or something that, you know, we're really looking at nutrition or looking at eating and I'll get them to tune in and go, how does this version of yourself eating? And often it's like whole foods and a bit of clean meat, or maybe not, um, has some chocolate sometimes, has a glass of wine sometimes, or nice teas or whatever, right? This version of the healthiest version comes forward. And I say, okay, let's create some meals this week that she would eat. And right away it's like, well, what if I, if I, if I cut out meat, then my husband's going to this, or my kids are going to that, or I can't start just doing this. And we have resistance, right? But when they leap in, all of a sudden they're like, wow, my kids actually love that meal. And my husband's asking to eat it again. Or we all felt so energized. We went for a walk after dinner. That was amazing. Even though my kids kind of grumbled a little bit, they ended up liking it. And then we all went for a walk and it was so beautiful. Or we're all feeling so much better or whatever it is, right? I put extra carrot sticks in their lunch. They didn't even notice. We can do this. This isn't as scary. It's because the highest good was calling you. And it's a, it's scary because it's new and you haven't yet done it because there's junk in the way, stopping you from doing it, from trusting, from believing in yourself, from being worthy, all the stuff we accumulate. But when you get up and around that stuff and kind of go, I'm just going to trust and I'm going to act like somebody who trusts that's when you start experiencing the miracles of why the universe was guiding you there. Why the universe was guiding you to eat more plants or to clean up your diet or to give alcohol a break. Why it was leading you to that program or that book or that person's Instagram or reaching out and having a session. That's why the universe was leading you there because there's something there that is going to explode your growth. But if you never go there, you never go there. It's like, have you ever had somewhere that's like relatively close to your house and one day you go there, like maybe it's a hike or it's a lake or yeah, I've been meaning to go down to that store or that beach or that restaurant. And then you go there and you're like, this is amazing. Why have I never been here? This is 20 minutes from our house and it's this gorgeous hike to this crazy peak or whatever it is. And it's like, wow, what you didn't know, you didn't know. But what stopped you from going to that restaurant or that hike or that gallery or that farmer's market? What was stopping you? Oh, I don't have enough time or, oh, maybe another day or, oh, Monday. But then finally you got enough nudges that you're like, screw it. Let's go for that hike this weekend. Or, hey, I have a night on my own. I'm going to go to that restaurant, take myself out or whatever, right? Huh, I'm just going to do it. And then you do it and you're like, oh my goodness, why didn't I do this years ago, right? We have to get over our own shit, our own limits, our own hesitation and get to the place where you get to experience why the universe led you there. And so this is a beautiful hack before I wrap up this episode. I always tune in to what is right for me. I don't say always like I'm perfect, but this is my practice. This is what I teach. This is what I practice in my everyday life. I tune in, especially if I'm going to take a program or hire a mentor or do something. I tune in. And when I get the F yes, I, after I join the program or I read the book or whatever it was, I start looking at it through the lens of, I wonder why I was led here. What's the nugget or the accumulations of nuggets or the, that's a really, the accumulations of nuggets. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, why was I led to this program? What was here for me? Is there someone I meant to connect with? Is that there, that one thing I was meant to hear? Is it everything I learned week by week transformed me? Was it that one epiphany? Was it who I became as I invested in myself at a higher level? Was it who I became as I was just heard by a mentor or held by a group, or I read the book that there was that one chapter that just made so much sense and helped me heal this one thing in my life or helped me move forward, right? Why was I led here? And sometimes it's not what you think. I have hired mentors that ended up not being right for me. But I was led there because I learned what happens when you don't listen to your intuition (laughs) or how to stand up for what is right for me, how to have a difficult conversation, how to know when it's time to bail, how to know, how to know more about myself. I learned even through those things that didn't work out the way that I thought they were. So key number five is trust is everything and act to trust. Act 
Action creates confidence, not the other way around. Action creates confidence, not the other way around. If you waited until you were confident to go to the gym or to do yoga, you will never do it. If you dive in and go, yeah, the first six months at the gym or in yoga was awkward and hard and I couldn't do any of it. But now look at me. I wasn't a master before I stepped in the ring. Nobody's a master before they step in the ring. You need to trust it and act on it. So my love, I hope that this episode served you the five keys to develop your intuition. I'd love to hear how it went for you. And I would love to see you in Intuition Uncovered, which is the free event going on soon. The link will be in the show notes. And I invite you to feel into if awakened intuition is for you. I would love to be your mentor, your guide, have you see your gifts, know your type, practice it and feel a massive shift as I have experienced with all of the members that have taken to awakened intuition before you. I think this is my fourth round and it creates such substantial permanent shifts in your life, your ability to manifest, your ability to tune into your soul's purpose and what life is leading you to be and do. So if that feels right for you, that link is also in the show notes. I can't wait to support you. If you have any questions, reach out to me as always. I will see you soon. Hey love, thank you for listening to today's episode. I really hope you got some incredible value from it. And if you did, pretty please head over to iTunes and leave me a review and hit the subscribe button. This really does make a huge difference in the success of the show. And it really shows me that you want this type of training, tools, techniques to hack law of attraction and have you manifest fast. Thank you in advance for that. And before I go, I want to remind you that there is a version of yourself that already has what it is that you want, already has the manifestations, already has the love, the abundance, the success, the freedom, the self-confidence, and everything else that you could want. So what I'm going to encourage you to do today is to envision her, embody her, ask what's her energy about, what's her mindset set like and what advice does she have for me today as you do this my love you awaken her you quantum align you collapse time and you make yourself able to manifest the life you want so much quicker have a fantastic day and i will see you in the next episode